The views and opinions expressed on WXOJLP are solely those of the original hosts of their respective programs. These views and opinions do not necessarily represent those of Valley Free Radio Incorporated, its volunteers, or any other hosts, guests, or programs on this station. Good evening, and welcome to Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm Michael Dow hosting tonight. Uh, that's Sue Timberlake cleaning her glasses over there. Hey there. <laughs> so I can see because it's the radio, right? Right, it's important. <laughs> and uh, Mr. Roberts is pushing the buttons. Buttons, buttons. <laughs> so, um, got a few announcements we want to make uh, before we get into... Uh, what I guess we could call the meat of the show. Uh, and the first and most basic one is we do love to hear from all of you listening. And there are a few different ways you can let us know what you're thinking or feeling or uh, what we should talk about. So uh, first off, email is civilpoliticsradio at valleyfreeradio.org. Twitter is at civilpoliticsfm. Facebook.com slash civilpoliticsradio is the community there. And finally, we do have our own website, which is civilpoliticsradio.com. That has links to previous episodes of the show, uh, things we talk about, some supplemental episodes we've recorded, and other good stuff. While we're talking during the show, Jamra does try to do some research and find links to illustrate or support the things we're talking about. And when he finds them, he'll throw them up on the Facebook and the Twitter, and he'll use the hashtag civilreferences, or occasionally civil corrections, to uh, make it easier for you to track those as we go. By the way, I've been, uh, the Ward 7 preliminary race is heating up, uh-huh. and I've been asked by a few people how to listen to our old shows, because they didn't realize, they heard one of them, but they didn't know. But it's, is it civilpoliticsradio.com? com. We'll have recordings of all previous episodes of the show, including our three different episodes where we talk with Penny Geis, Hanuman Gulman and Rachel Maori. John, you got something to add? Uh, there are a few uh, a few more ways to listen to civil politics um, other than just streaming from a website, though that is the main place to go, Civil Politics Especially Radio. Especially for archived episodes, right? Exactly. Well, uh, civilpoliticsradio.com. There is also, uh, we are also on Spotify. Uh, we're on Google Play. We're on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. We're on Stitcher. Uh, all of those services anywhere that you might have podcasts if you're if you are a podcast listener uh go to wherever you get your podcasts search for civil politics um and you'll be able to you'll be able to find us uh and those episodes go back a while even on the podcast feed at least 10 to 20 items back so uh if you if you want to hear our previous episodes you can listen on the site uh, it we are also on those on those services as well, and those three particular shows. I saw you put the candidate's name in the title, yes. so yes. that people could find them. So. Anytime we have a candidate on, uh, and it's an election, it's a it's a election spotlight. So if you're on the site, you can uh, you can actually search for election spotlight, and then you, those those will come up. Nice. 
Yeah, and all three of those candidates uh, made a good impression on me. So uh, you have a uh, good thing you can't vote in this ward. Right. <laughs> well, because you'd have a dilemma. <laughs> I, in, indeed, a trilemma. In fact, uh, so that's an enviable problem to have. Uh, those of you who are lucky enough to be in Ward Seven. I know. I, it's amazing that that many folks want to run for office, but they do, and very different. All three different. So. Well, and it's interesting that they all want to run for office in that particular ward. So yeah. Yeah. It's um, the best ward, that's why. Well, there are <laughs> there are other wards where people are, are not running opposed, so, yeah. Yeah, and some are. But. So uh, that does remind me, uh, or continuing on in that vein, there are a few things I did want to mention. So that Northampton uh, special election is coming up uh, in 11 days, uh, Tuesday, November, uh, November, Tuesday, September 17th. Uh, the week after that, uh, there's going to be a special uh, election to winnow three candidates down to two uh, for Ward 3 in the Holyoke City Council. Uh, David Bartley's the incumbent. Uh, Dennis Burks, who's on the, the school committee for that ward, is uh, running against him, uh, as is a uh, sometime friend of the show, Ann Tallheimer. Oh, very nice. Um, who, you know, I think is great, but, I, you know, you guys should figure out who you want to vote for in Holyoke and— leave us out of it <laughs> especially because i don't even live there so you know but I, I wanted to mention that like that's coming up uh in a little over two weeks election in israel on the 17th an election in israel uh, on, on the 17th so we'll see uh if benjamin netanyahu uh after failing to form a coalition government uh is able to maintain his beat benny gantz yeah again uh I mean, they actually wound up about the same, but it was sort of the 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 sort of constellation of conservative parties wound up with more votes overall, though they couldn't actually agree on how, how to work together. So that should be fun. I'm voting. I'm I'm rooting for Benny Gantz. So yeah, although he's a militarist, so who knows? Uh, well, God, what is he? Netanyahu then? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I guess we'll leave it at that. Fair enough. Anyway, so I just wanted to mention that, uh, yes, we, uh, those, those elections are coming up. The general election uh, is going to be, excuse me, uh, Guy Fawkes Day, uh, Tuesday, November 5th of this year. So uh, those of you who are interested in voting in an election in Massachusetts this year uh, and aren't registered to vote, you should and you can uh, until 20 days before the election or town meeting. Uh, in that case, for this year, it means Wednesday, October 16th, 2019, is the last day to register to vote in the elections in 2019 in Massachusetts. Those of you living elsewhere will just have to gaze at the awesomeness of Massachusetts and <laughs> be despondent or something. Yeah. How organized we are. Yeah, exactly. Uh yeah, wait, so there was that, uh, November 5th, da, 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 20 days before. Okay, uh, I did also just want to mention, uh, we are going to talk about the Democratic debate next week, I think, because that's coming up in six days. Yeah, next week, so yeah. by Friday it'll be over. Uh, Thursday, uh, September 12th. Yes, happening in Houston, I forget what channel it's going to be on, but I'm sure people can find it or ways to stream it on the web. They, they do try to make it easy to find. And I think there'll be 10, right? There's Yes, they've 10. got 10, uh, uh, including Andrew Yang. Uh, there were some people saying that NBC was trying to pretend that he wasn't on the on the, 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 the slate of 10 candidates. but They've been leaving him off of some, those, uh, some things. Those well, devils. As <laughs> uh, uh, far as I can tell, some of those infographics are doctored by people. 
Okay. Actually, check my, my Twitter, because one of the uh, editors at NBC was like, no, no, I've got a screen cap of the original thing and uh, of the original story, and your, na- your name is on there, and I'd love to have you on to talk about it. Oh, boy. So I, I mm. wouldn't be surprised if there uh, False are... False flag? Well, just people out there trying to make trouble. That's trouble. You know, yeah. it's like, let's just you know put up like altered screen grabs without andrew yang's name and just say hey guys look at how he's how they're ignoring you and you know it's good for him i uh i have been interacting with um some yang people as of late like a more um uh and i will tell you this there is a coalition of very internet savvy people in in the yang gang I will definitely tell so you might that. be capable. Yeah. Of oh that. yeah, definitely. Uh, well, I suppose. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I suppose that, that's it's, definitely a option. It, it, it could be people who are fans of Andrew Yang trying to gin up interest and outrage. Probably. I suppose that's possible. Yeah. I, it could also be, you know, of course, Vladimir Putin and his men, nefarious man. minions. <laughs> True. Yeah. Uh, just like, well, how do we mess with the U.S. election? Well, here's one easy way. You know, don't trust the media. Don't trust the party. Don't trust anybody. <laughs> yeah. You know, get the Yang gang pissed off. <laughs> You better believe it, brother. Well, at least we're all more skeptical than we were before. Hopefully. Yeah. So, and there is one other little bit of news uh, just coming up that I just want to mention, which is quite simply uh, that the Valley Free Radio annual fund drive is coming up in November. It's going to be money, election money, week, eleven three to eleven nine. So, you know, get your wallets ready, folks. Ding, jingling, yeah. jingling, jingling. Yeah, <laughs> you can send us money anytime. Actually, at uh, valleyfreeradio.org/slash/donate. Happy to take your cash at any time. But we will. Uh, uh, my mother and I will be doing a, a, a matching thing where oh, ten dollars nice. per unique donor. Uh, yes, uh, ten dollars per unique donor. And if we can get 103 uh, unique donors, we'll donate an extra $1,000. Nice. Very so, nice. And we are like NPR. We thought about doing 103.3 don- unique <laughs> donors, but we didn't know how to do the 0.3 part. So we just I'd volunteer to be the 0.3. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and we are like NPR without, without the money. So we really depend on people. Or the glamour. <laughs> or the glamour, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or the gl- well, we get glory, but, actually, sometimes. So. Sure. We do have these golden microphones. Yeah. They were expensive, but, you know, when yeah. they raided Iraq, we just, you yeah, know, they exactly. came over with all the other artifacts. <laughs> no? I, <laughs> it's off the rails now. Yep, it is. So let's get back to uh, uh, the rest of the world going off the rails. Um, uh, we talked a lot about Brexit last week, and before we, I don't know if Sue wants to talk any more about that, uh, but I did just want to mention. To be continued, how's that? Well, certainly, <laughs> yes. But I actually got uh, some things oh, yes, at yes. least kind of wrong. I mean, I the, the I think the very overall tenor of what I was saying was was correct, but there are some important things that are uh, I was out of date on. So uh, since 2011, uh, Britain has had the Fixed Elections Act of 2011, which requires that um, once they have a general election, this five years, uh, the the first May, uh, the the like the first someday in May, like Tuesday I think or whatever it is, but basically May uh, the uh, May five years after a general election is when the next general election will be held. Uh, they went from having sort of flexible durations on how on when they'd have elections oh, to so it's, fixed terms, and so it's, it's five years. And is that the max? And they could have an election beforehand. Uh. They can have election beforehand, but it's not that it's the max. It's like, that's the term. Okay. Like, it is fixed. 
they they can have uh, elections earlier under special circumstances. Um, uh, and they did this uh, two years ago when Theresa May called for a special election. Uh, this is why part of why I didn't realize Before that they changed it. David Cameron, when he stepped down, caused an election, right? No, he caused a succession fight within the uh, uh, conservative party. Just the way Boris yeah. Johnson uh, became, became prime, prime minister, minister because the conservative majority said, no, he's our new boss. Yeah. Uh, Theresa May took over in that same way. Uh, but what's happening in this case is that uh, Doris Johnson has tried to uh, has put a motion before Congress to call for a new vote uh, for a new general election. And it hasn't gotten enough votes to pass because it needs, I think, 443 or 30, no, 434. I think. And they all abstained. And they well, were not enough of them. Not enough of them. It, it needs a two thirds majority of Parliament. They can't just pass it by a simple line vote. They need two thirds. And there wasn't a quorum either. So. Oh no, they had quorum. No, they said when I was watching C. Parliament has a Parliament. The House of Commons there. quorum number is forty. They they, they said, only need forty MPs and the Speaker present to have quorum. So I'm sure they had quorum. Well, they voted in another room. They weren't in with the Speaker. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was very interesting because they said, well, they 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 turned it down, but yeah. there was yeah. Anyway, anyway, so the the the, the point is that uh, two years ago when Theresa May decided to call snap elections, Labor was like, yeah, right, let's do that, yeah, because Jeremy Corbyn thought he'd win and he didn't quite, but Theresa May did. She got wounded. So. She got wounded. She basically set it up so she had to form a coalition with the Democratic yeah. Ulster Unionist Party. Uh, yeah, so and the uh, conservative votes have been frittered away since then. So when uh, well, Boris just fired twenty one. So right. So that that's <laughs> going to make it worse for him. But when uh, so when the fellow walked across the aisle and joined the Liberal Democrats last week, that meant Johnson no longer had a majority at all. Yeah. So uh, he so remember we were talking about how it's it's uh, Johnson's trying to maneuver things so he can win a general election. That because was one theory, which genre which, found. Well, right, yeah. well, well th and I, I think that makes sense, because after yeah. all, he doesn't have to win an outright majority. He just has to win the biggest piece of the pie. And it's pretty clear that all the—I think it's pretty likely that all the people who want Brexit and don't care what it costs will vote for him. And that might be a large enough block compared to all the other people who don't want Brexit who or who don't want Brexit like that who will splinter. Yeah. Very so, interesting. Well, we'll we'll was it tune in next week to see how our heroes fare. Right. So well, uh, so right, and so uh, part of what's crazy about this is the other way it can happen is a vote of no, no confidence. confidence. Yeah. And it used to be before this fixed term election that you'd sometimes have a prime minister call for a vote of confidence against themselves. Yeah, to to trigger an election. Right. To say like, okay, everybody, put up or put up or shut up. Uh, either we're having an election or else you guys are backing me. Yeah. You know, enough of this. So he could still do that, but it would be really weird yeah. in these circumstances. And it's very likely that the rest of Parliament wouldn't go along with it. So, so, so we'll see what happens. So just a quick question. Uh -huh. um, and thank you for your clarification on the um, fixed election. Yeah, yeah. I, I was wrong yeah. about there being minimum time yeah. periods. I think that used to be the case, but now it's not. It's, yeah. yeah, it's a very different yeah. adventure. Um so do you have any handicapping whether they're going to crash out or not of Brexit? Or do you want to just hold that thought and we'll talk about uh, it when it's... <laughs> I just was curious. Yeah, are, 
You know, every time you've made a bet with me about Brexit, you've lost. lost. Do you really want to yeah. keep 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 going down the Now, when hole? they take <laughs> Theresa May's plan and pass it, I'm going to collect triple or nothing. So, <laughs> no. Uh, I think we're up to quintuple. Actually. <laughs> Something. Yeah. I think it's five dollars. You owe me now. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, just just a question. What do you think will happen? I think. And you have family over there, right? That's part. I of do it. not. Oh, you don't? No, not anymore. No. I would say. Honestly, I think in the end, they're not going to leave the EU. That's my possibly naive gut feeling. Sort of dragged because it out long enough and messy enough that they just stay due to inertia. Due to a lot of people going, oh, my God, this is an incredibly bad idea. And realizing just how destructive it will be. Not just economically, but also uh, uh, politically in the way it will like probably shatter the peace in Northern Ireland. Like... Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't want to get into this too. Yeah, much. Yeah, I was just but curious what you thought there, might happen. There, there was. Uh, I, I saw a, a fascinating interview where a fellow British newscaster was going around just, you know, interviewing people in Northern Ireland to say, like, well, what do you think about this? And he said, like, the first guy he walked up to on the street was a fellow named, uh, I believe, Ian Black, and he was the only survivor of a massacre of Protestants back in like <laughs> 1976, I think. Yeah. You know, like, like he was shot 18 times, and, and the lived. other. <laughs> And he's the only one who lived out of like a dozen guys. And, you know, and it's just like, oh, you, you know, like I can't think of a famous survivor, but it'd be sort of like, you know, the, the only famous survivor of 9-11 or something like that. So Aside from that, Mrs. Custer, what do you know? Right. Well, Mrs. Lincoln. Yeah. Well, I was thinking Indian Relief Fund. Never mind. It's an old joke. Uh, okay. Yeah. We'll leave it at that. Yeah. For the record, uh, I I I'm with the uh, was the Apaches who uh, who wiped out Custer. Yeah, yeah. I'm with the Apaches on that one. Custer well, the, was a terrible man. Well, the joke was aside from that, Mrs. Custer, would you like to give to the Indian Relief Fund? Oh yes. No, <laughs> I, I, the variation I heard was uh, well. Apart from that, Mrs. Lincoln, how was the play? Oh well, no, that yeah yeah, they're all of that same vintage. So oh, right. Well. So speaking of utter devastation and hilarity like that. <laughs> Do we want to talk about uh, Hurricane Dorian, or do you want to talk about the uh, uh, out-of-control violence of the Boston Police Department? Well, I'd be glad to talk about either one, so go for it. Jamra, you got a vote? Hmm? Yeah. Okay. Well, let's start with um, let's start with uh, Hurricane Dorian and uh, leading on into climate town halls. Um, it's it's. An utter nightmare. The devastation is as total as one would expect. Uh, Having, with the island two still... Days, two days of 145-mile-an-hour wind. So if yeah. it doesn't knock your shutter off in the first eight hours... Yeah. You, yeah. It's, it it's, might still take it off. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and the It'll hurricane move. did lose power over time. Uh, but not then. It was sitting there just happy oh, yeah. as... It, yeah. Well, it lost power while it was stalled there because it churns up the waters. Oh, the cold water And the up. cold water comes up. <laughs> I think that's too when it started to move. It was like, oh, this bathtub isn't that warm anymore. So exactly. I'll, I'll move on. Exactly. What a, what a horrible event. And we really do need a different way to name, not name, to categorize hurricanes because the water, you know, the, it's sort of like they just count the wind speed to make it a, a, a category five. And yep. I think they need to do something with the, 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 the water capacity. You know, if it's 50 inches of rain... That's a lot of rain. So this got to be. It is. And maybe they can't predict it the same way they can measure wind speed. Maybe uh, that's why. That I don't know, but I do know that part of the issue why uh, Dorian has been so destructive to the to the Bahamas, and was it Harvey that utterly soaked uh, Houston? I think so. Yeah. yeah. So it's because they basically just stopped moving yeah. and just kept 
shoving their water, you know, dumping yeah. water on land. And extra humid and extra warm water. So. Right. Right. So uh, uh, this is the fourth Category 5 hurricane in uh, the Trump presidency. And he had never heard of it before. Yes. Well, <laughs> you know. He, he does seem to have the memory of a goldfish. I hope he remembers what the triad is, because he had that wrong before he was elected. So I'm hoping <laughs> well, he, he still remembers. He did, of course, uh, in a yet another uh, pathetic display, remember to uh, draw on a, with a, on a map with a Sharpie to show that he was— uh, Oh, and then he made his, his, um, his underlings sort of testify that that was sort of the— the thought process at the time, or there was, yeah, yeah, it's so. I'm, I, I would quit. I don't. Why don't they quit? That's what I don't get. The um, anyway. Well, see, so I think I can answer that. And one of the other bits in the news, and you were just mentioning this, is like, what's up with uh, Mike Pence and his staff staying at the Trump Resort? That's like two hundred miles away. Two hundred miles from <laughs> Dublin. I, yeah, where they, his capital, event, right? Dublin, yeah, right? Yeah, okay. where his where his event was. Right. Yeah. And uh, Trump basically said, "Yeah, you know, you could stay at my golf club." Yeah. And of course, that means the taxpayers are 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 footing the bill and putting all that money into Trump's pocket. I think Pence does have to pay for his family, but I bet they gave him a discount, and that's an illegal subsidy. But. Well. Uh, <laughs> Pence is paying for his family, but everything yeah. else is, uh, is, yeah. is taxpayer-funded. But they should pay at full cost because if they— well, As far as I know, they are. But. If they, Yeah, if they decrease it at all or put it in a bundle and they get more than $50, that's considered a graft. So. Oh, well, that would be a wonderful <laughs> so thing to Trump catch Trump is on. bribing Pence is really how that would That would be do. amazing. Yeah, yeah, sorry to get yeah. down in the weeds. But anyway, very complicated and but, sort of horrifying. So why are people— And Barr, too. Barr's renting be, a because, party. So you're asking why are people going along with this? Because they're stuck. I think a lot of them are pulled in. Uh, and it's the same uh, modus operandi that led uh, uh, President Trump to send— uh, uh, dumb old Sean Spicer out to yell at us 36 hours into his presidency about how big the crowds were at the inauguration. Because then he owned him. Well, not just he owned him. He yeah. owned yeah. everybody who's going along with it. You, yeah. know, you know, it's it's a quick loyalty test. Who's willing to jump when I say jump? Yeah. And... The person who doesn't is gone. Right. And, and so then you look and you go, oh. <laughs> And everybody who does now has, you know, the sunken cost fallacy. Like, well, I already went along with this this dumb or horrible or, or corrupt thing. So I guess I can go along with this other one, which doesn't seem as bad or it's not that much worse. If or, you ever heard that marketing thing where you pay a lot for something, they actually jack the price up uh -huh. and then your internal rationalization makes it, you, you justify how it was worth it. So in a backhanded way, it makes you say, well, it must've been worth it. Cause I, I lied for the guy or it must really be important. Yeah. You, you internally justify it. And it's really, it's like a trick of the human psyche Yeah. so that you're justifying that I, I did buy that gold Rolex and it must be really good. Cause look at all the features. It's sort of after you've committed, you have to rationalize. So yeah, mm -hmm. very interesting. But I, uh, I just wanted to break in one. Um, I got a notice that it was the Lakota Sioux. Lakota Sioux. Yeah. Thank uh, you. And uh, like me, Sue. Yeah. It's, is it what? It's, like like my name. Is it Sue? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I know how to it pronounce is, it. Is it is pronounced Sue? I don't think it's yeah. Lakota. The Lakota and Sue. Have you ever uh, seen my them. name spelled not out? The, uh, not the um. Yeah. The, uh, the Apache. Yeah. Also, uh, if you're in a job that 
you do something for a terrible person and you do something terrible and you're helping them do terrible things you're it accomplice. could you well yeah but you could just want to keep your job yeah yeah some are staffers yeah and they're not they're not appointees and they live in washington yeah which is incredibly expensive so it's yeah. Sometimes when you're in a terrible job, you have to keep working the terrible job and doing what your terrible, terrible boss says because you need you need to eat because he's destroying the economy. So well, I, I, I have a terrible thing that people are doing right well, now. And, and don't forget, uh, a lot of people who are government employees are government employees, not specifically like working for Trump directly or so they the White House directly. try and stay out of the line of fire right they, without and like outright and, and they try to hold on because it's like well if i can get through this presidency hopefully there'll be we'll, another one right there'll be another one yeah career um yeah. career staffers uh career uh people that that are just serve like uh like some people they can't take it and they leave and they yeah. have the qualifications and they have the the capital and they have everything that they can just sure take off and good for them some people don't have that i'm not yeah. just, i don't know how what percentage of the of the, the people who they're um, yeah, indebted to, to you know yeah. and some of them are acting very like loyal quote unquote to to the president uh so can i give you a big one yeah sure. which you might not realize is sort of a loyal to the president thing mm -hmm. so right now the dnc is trying to get rid of caucuses and go to primaries yes and there's been pressure to do that and they've been sure. pretty successful actually yeah. yeah because caucuses are uh not as precise it's not as clear how well they not reflect. Not as open. Really. They're not as open, right. They're so not it's as not, open. No, they're not as clear, clear they're, how well they reflect the and actual... And they're not really run by the election people. And, right. They're, not, uh, they're sometimes not run well. They're chaotic. Yeah. And it's, it's not clear how well they reflect the actual will of the people. It, it, and they take hours to do. Yeah. You have to stay in one place for hours in instead of just... In the middle of a snowstorm. Right. It, like, it's... Yeah. It, I, it, I think it's crazy. So the DNC is doing a good job of that. And they just decided that Iowa and Nevada, who are keeping their caucuses, can't do call-ins because it's not a secure way to vote. Call-ins? Uh -huh. call like calling your vote because it's a snowstorm. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah, so they just turned that down. So it looks like the DNC is trying to figure out a better way, right? Guess what my party just did? Uh, they canceled a bunch of them because we've got Trump. Why do we need to have exactly. nominating That's exactly procedures. what they did in six states. Yeah? Yeah, so there is no primary or caucus in six states. Any of them big states like California or something uh, or New York? I wrote them down. California doesn't have caucuses. Uh, no, but it has primaries. I take it back. Ooh. It's four. That you guys have the six states that move from caucus to primaries. Um, uh -huh. South Carolina, Nevada, Arizona, and Kansas have canceled their primary and or caucus. Huh. So they don't need one. Thank you very much. So think of all the people that are running against Trump. <laughs> Yeah. And that's uh, that's got to be party loyalty. I mean, what are they what are they thinking? <laughs> well, I know what they're thinking. Yeah, D somebody must ask them to do it at the RNC. So yes, well, and that's moving beyond the pro forma. Like, yes, of course, we are going to nominate our <laughs> our our incumbent president our who's eligible leader. for another term <laughs> to run again. Yeah, yeah. No, just did it. Just just came across the wires as I was coming to the show. So it's like, oh god. <laughs> so. Oh my goodness, we're almost through the first half of the show here. So, uh, yeah. So we were talking a bit about uh, Hurricane Dorian and climate change. And yeah. did you watch the climate town halls at all? I watched the whole thing, but you know, I'm so not sure. So I didn't, sure. so you're better than I am. No, well, I was on the couch, the TV was on, but I think I missed a few of them. Like I missed Biden. 
I missed some other ones. But they were very different, and they were very they because they were on for forty minutes. They couldn't just say headlines. Yeah, they actually there was some meat to them, and yeah. di- and different. I mean, they put their necks out. Some of them carbon tax. I saw it. I saw. A li- I wasn't feeling well, so I saw a little bit of it. Also, mm-hmm. I didn't want to watch it for like ten hours or however long it was. Um, That's why I conked out. I think. Yeah, this <laughs> the debate's gonna be three hours. Is it? Oh my God! I think I'll TiVo it. I d- ah. <laughs> it's I'm crazy, but on it, the but... other hand, like they've got ten people up there. That's oh no, be barely That's, enough to give any of them a chance to say it's anything. It's good. It's, it's just it's hard to watch for three long. hours. It's yeah. just long. Anyway, um, the uh, I watched um, Elizabeth Warren, uh, some of people to judge, and I forget that. I watched a little bit of the person before Warren. I forget who he was. Uh, um, it went Biden. Bernie? Bernie. Buttigieg was before uh, Warren, I think. No, Buttigieg He was, was right after, after her. Yeah. Anyway, I th- no, I and watched, I I watched the second notes. half of Warren. Yeah. Um, so, and, and Castro and was on early. I missed him. Yeah, he was Castro. on like five or something. Yeah. Uh, but the um, but from what I've read, like, they, there, there are really a lot of interesting... Um, interesting uh ways of approaching things uh and there are a couple things that i wanted to point out after we come back yeah which we should why don't we just go to our break now we're okay. i can't i can't believe that the republicans sat and watched most of it and you guys <laughs> never mind i'll leave it at that we already know who we're voting for so. oh that's why okay. uh that and <laughs> i'm <laughs> nice twist there john see see wah, the wah. difference between you and i sue is that <laughs> You know, you've been treated as a woman a lot of your life, so that you're True. used to like being underestimated and belittled, and thus you know you have to work extra hard in order to get people to treat you just like a person. I, on the other hand, have had everything handed to me in a silver platter, so it's like <clears throat> I can phone it in. <laughs> the unearned confidence of a white man. Oh, mm-hmm. there we go. Oh boy, <laughs> bring that back. <laughs> then we'll talk about the men in the Democratic debate. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> You wouldn't believe the dividends that unearned confidence uh, can provide. And what's great is the tax rate on unearned confidence is different than earned confidence. It's really unfair to the uh, to yeah. the rest of. Fifteen percent. Why has my like, mic been cut? Fifteen percent like dividends, right? <laughs> exactly. So we're gonna play some PSAs, promos, and station IDs. Well, genre, you know, hits me about the head and shoulders to get me to behave myself. Sue and genre take you on during the break. <laughs> it won't work. It's true. So we're going to make the FCC happy. Please keep listening to Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio. We'll be back again in just a couple of minutes. Don't go away. My name is Amanda Messer. I'm 17 years old, and I'm a student from Turner's Falls High School. Billboard bodies. Does anybody really look like that? Someone could be flipping through a magazine, looking at that pretty girl or that buffed out guy, then go gag themselves. We need to love our looks for what they are, other than what people say they need to be. People can have beauty no matter what they look like. Beauty only comes from the, from the heart, soul, and mind. Most magazines emphasize the outside when it's the inside that really matters. And change in society would be most ideal for everyone. This is Betty White. I know you don't need one more thing to worry about, but listen. High blood pressure can cause kidney damage, blindness, heart attack, stroke. And you can have high blood pressure even if you feel all right. One in seven adults has it, but it's easy to get your blood pressure checked, and you can treat it if it is too high. So don't worry about it. Don't ignore it. Just see your doctor and check it out. 
For your free booklet, visit the Will Rogers Institute at wrinstitute.org and find us on Facebook and Twitter. Anthony, Mom said to take out the trash. But it's freezing outside. I know, but if we keep putting out lots of trash, it will warm up. Huh? What are you talking about? Global warming. Our trash gets burned and makes greenhouse gases. I kind of wish it went to the landfill instead. Methane is so much more effective than carbon dioxide. But why do you want to make global warming worse? I want to live on the beach. But the beach is only a few blocks away. Right, and if sea level comes up enough, we'll be beachfront. Melt those icebergs. Hey, I put all those papers, bottles, and cans in the recycling bin. Why do you put them into the rubbish? I read on the South Shore Recycling Cooperative's website, ssrc.info, that it takes a lot more fuel to make paper, bottles and cans from, ahem, virgin materials than from recycled stuff. Burn more fuel, more greenhouse gas. Before we know it, those obnoxious Sullivans across the street will be underwater, and I'll be having beach parties in the front yard. You're nuts. Football is a sport that unites fans, players, and coaches alike in a spirit of competition and camaraderie. Football season has come to our area, and while you're watching a game with friends or sharing in the excitement with family, be sure to celebrate responsibly. Never pick up the keys and drive if you've had too much to drink. And if you're 21, drinking alcohol is against the law. Remember, alcohol is different. Let's all work together to keep our roads and communities safe and have a winning season. This message is brought to you by your local beer distributors and this station. Hey, this is Wendy, host of Valley Free Radio's subculture music program featuring new wave, post-punk, indie, and electronic music from the 70s to today. Join me every Friday night from 8 to 10 p.m. here on WXOJ or stream it live from your favorite listening device at valleyfreeradio.org. Are you interested in connecting with the international community in the Pioneer Valley? Then volunteer to help your immigrant neighbors improve their English and integrate better into their surroundings. Become a volunteer tutor. Take a free 15-hour training taught by the International Language Institute in downtown Northampton. For more details on an application, go to ili.edu or contact Amy at ili.edu. Students come from Africa, Asia, Europe, Latin America, and the Middle East. So volunteer to tutor and expand your world. It's important to make sure your family has a plan in case of an emergency. We talked to this family to see if each of them knew where to meet if they were not together when something happened. If a natural disaster happened and we were outside the home, we would all meet at the park. That's our meeting point. I meet with our neighbor's house because she is my mom's good friend. We all have a meeting spot, which is a bus stop. Is your plan any better? To learn more about making an emergency plan for your family, go to www.mass.gov slash MEMA. Brought to you by the Ready Massachusetts U.S. Department of Homeland Security and the Ad Council. The Forbes Library staff would like to remind you of the incredible resource that you have in your local public library. We have tens of thousands of books for you to check out, music CDs, movies, newspapers from around the region, the state, and the country. We have a wide variety of magazines and free computer and internet access every day. We also have our incredible reference services there to help you answer particularly vexing problems. All of this is free, locally available at 20 West Street in Northampton. So come by and check us out in person or at www.forbeslibrary.org or call 587-1011 for more information. And we're back with Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm still Michael Dow. Uh, John, we're still pushing the buttons. 
Sue's still looking at me like, God, what are <laughs> <laughs> Where are we going? <laughs> well, uh, so... Thank God John has big buttons over there, I have yes. to say. So, so tell me... And I really can't lie about it. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, I did actually uh, see... Uh, some excerpts, and I was particularly impressed by... Uh, oh, letting other people exert it, exert it for you so that you don't have to watch the... Okay. Right, but yes. I did I did see some <laughs> excerpts uh, of the uh, people, of the candidates talking. I was particularly impressed by uh, Senator Warren. Uh, she was asked by, I think, Chris Cuomo, said, well, what do you think about the idea? Does government have any business regulating standards for light bulbs? And I thought she did a really, she 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 did some excellent politicking there, yeah. and 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 had thought about it, and and also addressed like the, the real issue by saying like, look, the real issue isn't uh, what light bulbs people are buying for their homes; it's that there are a few companies that are doing most of the polluting on a vast industrial scale, and what individual consumers can control is a trivial fraction in comparison. And it's true. It's yeah. true. Yeah. 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 It was like, you really want me to get off on light bulbs and you can point out what a nerd I am. But <laughs> let's talk about the headline. Yeah. Yeah. She's very good at that. She, she, I'm reading her biography right now. Actually, it's pretty good. Not written by her, written by somebody else. And uh, it's really something. But that ability to um, debate and clarify and come right back at you is mm-hmm. something she had very young and it, she got debate scholarships that's what put her into school and gave her scholarships to school and stuff so she's you know that's that's a real skill of hers which is great well and and so we were joking about the unearned confidence of the white dude you know before <laughs> the break but really every time i look at chris cuomo <laughs> and see him talking on tv i'm like oh oh that's what i am aren't isn't it oh yeah that's me oh my <laughs> god oh Oh, how embarrassing. <laughs> you, know? you can't see it if it's, you, you can't see it looking in the mirror. You have to see it's coming from somewhere else. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Who's talking to the man in the mirror? Hint. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Well, look, that dude in the mirror is super good looking. For one thing. <laughs> it's just, I get lost in his dreamy eyes. Oh, my God. <laughs> I've heard an argument recently, which I don't necessarily subscribe to, ascribe to, um, that Republic, women have white women have voted Republican for years and years and years. Uh-huh. Allegedly, I don't know if that's true or not, but let's just say that many it of was, them have. Anyways, yeah, yeah, let's just say it was true. And um, the argument was that the Me Too movement and everything else, which I don't buy because I lived through the feminist movement, so yeah. this is not new news to me. But they were saying that a lot of the women, um, the real, the real vote. And the real movement is among white women, and it'll be interesting to see what they do in the 2020 election. But that they were saying that they weren't following their fathers or their husbands anymore, which sort of angered me. But I thought it was an interesting argument that the folks were making, was that this may be the first year. That why I hashtag me too was started by a black woman. Yeah. 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 You know. Toronto Burke, right? Just putting that out there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And yes. uh, Kudos to her for doing so. Average, uh, on average, um... From the from the information that I've seen, uh, white women do vote Republican, um, and have for more often than thirty not. forty years. Yeah. yeah, and I thought it was interesting they were making because they're waking up to the Me Too movement. These folks that were talking about it, they're now ascribing that's why women aren't following their husbands or their fathers anymore. 
So it was sort of a triple message, but I thought it was an interesting message. Well, I, uh, <laughs> the Republican Party is and has been for some time the white party. Not that there's nobody who's not white who votes Republican, but the the sizable majorities of any non-white demographic break for the Democrats. And uh, because— you, you may say that as you look at the crowds and stuff for the Republican Party, but a lot of the first uh, black Americans were sure. put, in, put in their roles by the Republican Party, not the Democrats. Sure. No. How long ago was that? The last 30 years. Reagan, it, it, Colin Powell, and— um, well, I mean, you know, Clarence Thomas, first black. Uh, no, mm. not not. That's right. He wasn't the no, first black. black man was. was the first I thought you meant like Thomas. originally. I was like, that's no, no, no. But like, like Colin Powell was the first uh, African American uh, chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, which yeah. is kind of position. And, yeah. But but I'm just saying that a lot of those firsts, even though my party, I think, has been really bad on race in many occasions, they often had somebody that they brought in that made firsts. Oh yeah, no. Women too, women included. <laughs> and it's and it happened in the Democratic Party and the Republican Party here in Massachusetts. The Republican Party had far more women in it. Yep. And the Democrats used to have all men in their caucuses. Yep. And they actually passed a law to stop it. They had to say, you know, one one woman for each one. Yep. And and so there's a lot of history here and and sometimes it's it's you know, it's a red herring to bring up history, but I just thought that was a weird argument to be hearing now. It's well it's it's sad the way things have changed. John, I'm sorry, you look like What a do you mean um what hearing what now, sorry? The me the me too argument that that's why white women might not vote for Trump. They're saying that it's the break of the Me Too movement that's caused women to stop following their husbands and their fathers. It's almost like blaming the suffragettes. Yeah. You know, those women aren't staying at home. I just, I heard an echo of history, so I don't really mean to... doesn't really... That, on, on, I mean, it, it's one of those things that sounds like it makes sense, but, in, but when you think about it more, it's kind of off. Well, and it's awfully insulting to women of the last, since yeah. the 70s, when, you know, the second feminist movement sort of broke loose. So. I don't know. I mean, well, I mean, you can look at the the, the different waves and the different, um, how it goes back and forth. And th this could be a, the pendulum, pendulum back, yeah, number three which or would four. mean, which would mean it, you could say it has an effect, but it's, it's, uh, it's um, an echo. I don't know. Uh, I was, I was going to say that I'm cynical about the, the first, um, thing like putting like putting in like the first black whoever thing yeah. i'm very cynical about that because uh that is that is a a a recent gop move here is my black friend i am yeah. not racist that's kind not, of thing that's yeah. not a recent move yeah. i'm trying to be nice but they actually had power <laughs> i mean the folks they put in those roles actually had power. well that's true yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. ronald reagan yeah. didn't appoint the first black no sorry i was thinking the first woman sandra day o'connor uh, to the Supreme Court, but he also oh. appointed. I, she was from Mount Holyoke here, and she was uh, UN. I can't. Jean Kirkpatrick. Jean Kirkpatrick. Yeah, yeah she was the first uh, female. Uh, well, we are talking about the yeah. Wait, Republican Party. I thought party that was Shirley 80s. Temple Black. No, it's long before Shirley Temple Black. Oh, oh, okay. And maybe it's UN ambassador versus I forget what it is. Shirley Temple Black was our ambassador to the UN. Yeah, so maybe it was to. Uh, it, I don't know which yeah. one it was. Anyway, but, we're we're, we're yeah. meandering but, into the weeds there. So let's yeah. <laughs> let let's let's get yeah, out the of summer there. home in the weeds. So I was a garden party in my neighborhood, block party, and I was talking to a woman of color, 
and um, indeed. And how was the potato salad? Yeah. Well, and so it was, it was sort of a funny of thing because I don't, I don't really, I don't <laughs> I'm really. Sorry, what? Full of raisins. So yes, I, was, I was telling her about our show because we were talking about mm-hmm. Word Seven mm-hmm. and stuff. I told her about our show, and she could listen to the candidates. And I said, and you'll, if you listen to the show, you'll hear I'm the Republican, which I think sort of shocked her. And I said, and I'm with these two guys. And I said, you know, one of them talks over me all the time. And the other one, you know, catches me when I say something bad. And I was just sort of being, you know, provocative, but trying to get her to watch the show. And she said, ah, token, I know how that feels. <laughs> I thought, touche. <laughs> so, so I guess I'm your token Republican for, for the evening. So, We would need a token Republican if we had more than one Democrat. Good point. So I'm a co-equal among mm-hmm. equals, yeah. We are equally tokenized. <laughs> <laughs> we are all three tokens in the fountain. Right, exactly. Because <laughs> there's one each. It's an old romantic song. There's three one each instead in of, never mind. But progressive, you guys are far Y'all can't progressive. see my face right now. Okay. Nope, nope, nope. Uh, anyway, but I just thought it was a funny conversation because I was, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was out of my league clearly. So, so nuke plants. <laughs> oh, nuke plants. Because I can't say new. Nuclear. The, yeah, that I can. I always feel new, like that. new, clear, clear, nuclear, nuke, nuke. Yeah, nuclear. I know. A lot of I us want to put the uh, nuke, nuclear. Everything. I hate everything yeah. and everyone. So uh, and people in the south pronounce it that way. I, they were just picking on Bush, but that's it's it it's pronounced to... differently in the different parts of the country. It's not a big deal. Yeah. So we just uh, it's not that you're George ignorant. It's yeah. not that you're ignorant. You're just not from the. Elite East, right? That's the. He was educated in in the Elite East, and he grew. He up went to there. Yale. Yeah, but he grew up in Texas. His father lived in Texas. Mm. Uh, anyway, he still went plants. to Yale. Good woman. The, uh, no, it's very energy much production. An East Coast institution. <laughs> energy oh, production. <laughs> energy production. <laughs> what? Energy production. Yeah, this was good. That part <laughs> we'll of the debate. An important part of any solution to how we deal with climate change. Yes, is going to be how we get energy for our society and hydrogen is where i want to go uh hydrogen as in uh fuel. nuclear fusion no hydrogen oh, like fuel. hydrogen fuel cells yep okay but uh, but we won't get there fast so there have to be interims right that's the problem yeah, there, that's that's well, an explosive topic <laughs> Touche. Uh, burn <laughs> so all the humanity <laughs> but uh uh, one of the other things to consider as far as that goes is, yeah, do we really want to maintain an infrastructure uh, that's based around cars or do we want to go back to uh, a better for- better public transport, which in a lot of ways I, I would prefer. At this point, if we want to go back to, if we want to change uh, our transportation, uh, i.e. Everybody uh, has to live along the railroad lines and the bus, bus lines. We would have to completely redesign our cities. For that to be uh, at all at all effective, it's not walkable. Yeah, you can't um, get to the grocery store from downtown North No, Hampton. you'd have to you'd have to completely redesign like how the cities work. Have to put in walking spaces versus driving spaces. Take away a lot of of space for cars, and because we are such a large country, uh, having an automobile is more important here than like in in a lot of other countries that older european cities especially older european cities but a lot of other countries that like those that that 
have been able to be built around um, public transport, especially since also because our tr public transport, um, our public transportation system was hampered back in like the 30s or 40s, um, like uh, taking away like trolleys and mm -hmm. and different um, trams and stuff like that that were being built around in cities, uh, in favor of of cars by by mostly by like car manufacturers lobbying and stuff like that well and ripping Fun out times. railroad tracks you know all that yeah. stuff that happens so there's only one track and you know you, you know, have to use it in different directions because there's not two tracks anymore we don't fund amtrak that well uh if we really want to do that so like having going back to what you're saying go having a uh having a like a public transport system um that would really be beneficial to everybody and save save money would take a major restructuring which is, A, uh, not a bad idea considering that a lot of our infrastructure needs to be replaced anyways. B, uh, aside from the fact that infrastructure is crumbling, we do need to replace it because we need to make it uh, more climate-friendly, fewer emissions, mm -hmm. and so forth. And C, uh, you want to revitalize the economy? Capital investment programs. Infrastructure. That's, that's a big part of why the 50s was a boom, you know, building all the interstates. We would need to move people too. Oh well, that's never been done before. Yeah, we at at that point we would need to move the people that we would move. So not forty acres and a mule, but forty feet in a yeah. in a cat. Every, an apartment. Everybody um, gets an apartment. Yeah, but I mean the the there would need to be uh, uh, neighborhoods like cities would need to be restructured, like. It couldn't. We couldn't just use the streets and the grids that we have now. We would. It would because they are built specifically for cars, especially out west. Hmm. Um, around here, we could totally kind of like it's like in Boston. Boston's already a cow path. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, any place that any place that's been populated for like two hundred years, three hundred years, then that, then you'd be able to like around here, around Massachusetts and Maine or places like we'd probably be able to. To do more public transportation, and they move back around the rivers. And stuff, yeah, exactly. But um, but when you're living places with grid systems, it can be the suburbs are wicked. It, yeah, and then going up to suburbs. But um, yeah. Well, I guess maybe we need to rethink the suburbs. But we need to I agree that this everything. is everything. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, so what do you guys think about the idea of uh uh uh? Uh, did any of the Democratic uh, candidates come out in favor of uh, developing nuclear power? Yang. That doesn't surprise me. It's it. Yeah. Did it's any of the it. others? I don't think so, no. Hmm. no. Carbon tax, though. The couple of them went for well, carbon more, tax. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm in favor of a carbon tax, too. Yeah. And yeah, that yeah. becomes a little hard to defend when you get into the main election because then Trump will say, oh, you're going to have to pay a tax to drive your car. Yeah. Uh. You know, it's it's it is an interesting one because it is not progressive. You have to give the money back. Yeah. You know, it it sure. on its face it's not progressive, but you have to give the money back. And that yeah. once you start to get complicated, you lose people. They don't pay attention. So right. I am I, I a cynic? I so, no. no. <laughs> I, That's I, a realist. I totally recognize how it could be a very difficult political sell, but it's a very good idea because the free market, which is 
at least in theory, something that applies to at least some of our society, you know, like we do have something resembling market-based economics still, I think. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. And uh, markets work to the extent, obviously, you know, the socialists are saying they don't really work, but you know, whatever. But markets, uh, when they work, they work because... Uh, Willing participants our information, Our yeah. information about what's going on is and the effects of things is reflected in what things cost. So yeah. something that's destructive costs more than something that isn't. Yeah, and I hate carbon taxes because a lot of those credits and those things that happen now, they're totally gamed by the big well, companies. Well, those are those are uh, emissions taxes. Yeah, but you, you know you which are applying specifically them. to them. Yeah, it. I hate it when there's like a black box and you get you get four and you get. I I just I don't really trust those systems. But they they can work. Uh, they worked fairly well in Massachusetts for a while, I yeah. know. Uh, but there was, uh, back 20 years ago when I was uh, stumping briefly out door-to-door uh, -door for Clean Water Action, we did have a, a plant, uh, uh, there was a campaign to close five coal-fired plants in Massachusetts. And I remember people saying like, you know, like, well, you know, we've got these pollution credits. And it's like, yeah. yes. Yes, and and that and has they indeed, buy them. Yeah, well, they, and, and that they has indeed them. reduced <laughs> overall pollution levels. You know that has worked. Yeah. However, just because you bought pollution credits doesn't mean you're not still churning Polluting. out a lot of air pollution. <laughs> That's exactly my problem. Right. With it. <laughs> so so yeah. it's not enough in and of itself. Yeah. Like we are. I like accountability, transparency, and right. But we're we are at the point where we, we do have something. To, we have to do everything. We have to try uh, 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 market solutions, uh, government programs, new technology, uh, radical transformation of various important parts of our infrastructure, and, uh, you know, geoengineering, God help us. So who's your candidate? Well, you just watched X. X uh, I yeah, I watched. Uh, I lean towards Liz Warren. So she, you know, so like she I, does have a plan for all of that. And yeah. thought about and it, she and she seems yeah. to be. Uh, I, I think I read somewhere that she's adopted a lot of Jay Inslee's ideas. She actually met with Jay Inslee before um, releasing her plan, and actually uh, had him talked to him it a little, um, and adopted a lot of his, his policies. She didn't take so, uh, Luke. Luke Nuke plants. Nuke plants. <laughs> Nuclear power plants, yeah. Yeah, um, which honestly really upset me. We Well, we're almost out of time <gasps> this week. How did that happen? You know what? Linear <laughs> uh, uh, of time. We should, we should see about... Uh, that's something we should talk about, the politics of nuclear plants. Uh, I don't know. We'll, 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 we'll put it on say. our schedule and tr or our, uh, hey, guys, we should talk about this and see if we can put That'll something That'll be together. our iridescent supplement. So. Right. Well, I mean... I... <laughs> Uh, okay, I don't resplendent. Oh, maybe I don't know. Never mind. Fluorescent. Fluorescent. Effervescent. <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> we'll stop. Ooh, I'm sorry. Then we've we've been uh, <laughs> shining the light too long. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll maybe talk about that. Uh, I'd certainly like to. Uh, but next week we're going to talk about the Democratic debate. So hope you guys will join us to so hear all over prepare again. our clever thoughts. Okay. Yes. Well, I'm, I I would like to live tweet them. Uh, uh, genre, you'll be live tweeting them, right? Um, I am trying to decide if I'm going to be live tweeting on civil politics uh, on the civil politics Facebook and the uh, and next, the Twitter, or I might actually stream on Twitch uh, with uh, live commentary. 
um, with some uh, other political streamers that I that I've been interacting with. Oh, but, nice! Um, Don't invite us. I will. If you want to get on Twitch with me, that's okay. Thank you. <laughs> I, I was just being puckish. Um, but I might. Yeah. So uh, we'll, if not, we'll talk I'll be about tweeting that. along. Yeah, we'll talk about that and and we'll release that information. Um, also, if I can, uh, the second episode of I shouldn't have to say this, uh, my new political podcast with my friend Nicole, is going to be out on Tuesday, and this one is going to be on outrage culture oh, and cool. its usefulness. So. Um, Check that out. Say, say this cast.pinecast.co. Excellent. Part of the Planetside Podcast family. Coming up next, uh, here on Valley Free Radio, we have Subculture, which is a great music show. Uh, followed at 10 by Table of Contents and then OK Asia. We've got uh, encore presentations of Drum and Bass with DJ Fife and then Dark Wave uh, at 2 and 4 a.m., so that'll take you through to morning. And uh, after that, uh, you're on your own. It's a Saturday. That's the weekend. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, so, as John mentioned earlier, we do do podcasts of this show. Uh, he tries to upload them over the weekend, usually. Uh, so, go and find those on whatever podcast service you like or on our website, civilpoliticsradio.com. And, uh, yeah, we are still doing an encore presentation of our own Mondays at 4 p.m. So, listen to us once again over the air because that's the best. And that's going to do it for Civil Politics tonight here on Valley Free Radio. Thank you for listening. Good night. Happy fall! Civil Politics is a member of the Planetside Podcast Network. To learn more, go to planetsidepodcasts.com.